0: It was it was um, it was like the, the pastor had Chinese food for dinner the night before and decided to base his message on the sayings he found in his fortune cookie. And actually, I had a fortune cookie last week that said, um, "What did it say?" It said, uh, "Happiness begins with a smile." Is what the fortune cookie said, which isn't really a fortune, by the way. That's just well, anyway. It's that's not a, a fortune. Is supposed to be this or that thing will happen to you. But so often with the fortune cookies, there's no fortune. It's just telling me something about myself or some you know, little insight into the world. But anyway, happiness begins with a smile, it said. And I thought even at the time that that was about as deep and meaningful and religious as uh, anything you'll hear in about 85% of the sermons delivered across America each Sunday. So after a few... Minutes, um, and I don't know why I continued watching, but I did. And after a few minutes, the uh, self-help guru slash pastor did finally utter the word Jesus. But it was so startling and seemed so out of place in the context that I kind of sat up and took note. Um, And then I was immediately disappointed when I heard how Jesus had been introduced into the conversation. the audience was urged to quote make Jesus part of their lives and it was then explained how this decision would lead to many temporal benefits, including you know increased happiness and comfort with just a minimal investment. All of the peace and luxury on earth can be mine. I was told I felt like I was, I was listening to a, like a timeshare presentation now i don't want to focus this discussion specifically on prosperity preachers, like the one I'm using as an example here, I think this uh, make Jesus part of your life attitude infects nearly every church and denomination in the country. And in many, or I don't know, most churches in America, this is about as much of a religious commitment as the flock is called to make. And it's as much of a commitment as the church itself displays, uh, where you see that, you know, Jesus is just a part of the proceedings and not even a very important or noticeable part. And you see this even in, in, um, in many churches. You see this even in the, the architecture, even in the way that it's decorated or not decorated. Just in everything about the building, you see how Jesus has been minimized. And I know a lot of people will say well, say they enjoy the, uh, the minimalist approach to churches. So they don't want artwork and they don't want, you know, crosses and everything else. Um, And there is a way to make a church in a minimalist way that's actually um, beautiful and still feels sacred. There's a way to do that. And that's that's great.